This is Her Self-Expression with Beverly Price, a podcast dedicated to women who seek self-empowerment. Like many women, Beverly suffered with low self-esteem, and now she is on the other side and is ready to share her knowledge with you. In this podcast, we interview inspirational women every week who share action-oriented tips to boost self-image and self-confidence. If you'd like to move from self-loathing to self-love, as Beverly did, stay tuned for today's episode that is sure to help you take on the world. And now, here's Beverly. Enjoy the show. Hi, beautiful. I hope you're having an awesome day. I'm Beverly Price, and I'm the host of the Her Self-Expression podcast. Most women struggle with their self-image and self-confidence. Her Self-Expression provides knowledge, support, and insight to help women on their journey to self-empowerment on the inside and out so they can confidently take on the world. A few questions for you today. Do you know what your style is? Are you comfortable with your style? Does what you wear reflect who you are? Well, my guest today is Melanie Lipman. Melanie is going to talk to us a little bit about clarity on your style with providing unshakable confidence, which sounds so wonderful to me. Melanie is a New York-based image consultant and personal branding expert. With multiple degrees from the Fashion Institute of Technology, Melanie helps professional women stop the stress and overwhelm of getting dressed and instead use their style as a tool to attract clients, build connections, and achieve next-level visibility. Prior to coaching, Melanie built an enviable career in the fashion industry and now utilizes her vast experience to help high-achieving professionals define their personal brand, making them instantly recognizable, memorable, and viewed as a leader. Melanie's philosophy is simple. When you are confident in your appearance, you can show up and conquer anything the day brings you. I like that. If you want to feel empowered, ready, and willing and able to look at your style, then listen to our conversation. Hi, Melanie. Thank you so much for being my guest today. It's so good to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. It's great, great. I can't wait for this topic. It's always so exciting to me. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself personally and professionally? Absolutely. So I live in New York. I have an eight-year-old son. I live about an outside, hour outside of New York City. And I love helping women just feel confident because I know that when they feel great about themselves, they can do anything, like literally anything that they put their mind to. When the self-doubt and the imposter syndrome and all the things creep in, it's like a brake right. pedal, like you're on your gas in your mind. And then, ooh, you could find any reason to stop. So my goal is really to help women just feel amazing in their clothes um, because I myself, being someone who should have all the skills to know how to dress with confidence. I grew up in the fashion industry. My family owns an accessory store. I studied fashion in high school and in college, and I worked for designers for 10 years. You know, a lot of my clients say to me, I'm born without the style gene. If anyone was born with a style, 
It would be me. Like I would. I still want to. But you're in the style family. You're in the style family. I'm born in style family. But when stuff got hard, and when I love my body, and I'm five foot one, and all of those things start creeping in, I wasn't able to get dressed with confidence. So if I wasn't able to get dressed with confidence. I know that those women that feel like they don't have the style gene, they really are stopping themselves. So I love teaching women the method that I had to learn for myself to really show up confidently and feel great and know that you can, in fact, have the style gene. It's not something you're born with. It can be given to you and it actually is a Lauren scale, which is one of my favorite things to teach. So how do you help a woman get clarity on her style? Well, <laughs> the key component is, is really understanding exactly what style means. Because for most women, style is put on this like pedestal and it's like this like fairy tale thing. And that's why we all think it's unachievable. And it's only meant for people that are creative or people that read fashion magazines or people that love yes. shopping or read blogs. Like in our mind, that's the person. Like the chic woman walking in a room. Oh, she spends hours shopping. She, you know, like she just has it. Like she probably like goes to really high-end department stores. But that's not what style is. That that could be bought, but that is not 100% what style is. Style is, is knowing who your authentic self is knowing that your clothes send a message and deciding to take control of the message that's being sent and then really getting clear of what works for you. And that goes to understanding, first of all, what you like, because you don't want to be wearing a costume and showing up as someone else, but then understanding what colors look good on you, what shapes look good on you, what prints and patterns look good on you. And it gets to become rules and it can be something tangible. So once right. women understand that it is something tangible that they can learn and it's a skill and it's not the fairy tale, it becomes like anything else that we learn. It becomes like learning how to cook something or it becomes like figuring out a mathematical problem. It becomes something that is like this super hot thing to actually something that is available for anyone. So it's Do really using the world sirochlorotol is the number one thing. Do you think executive women have a little bit more of an issue with it than, than let's say, lower level professional women or well, non-professional women? It's twofold. It's the most women that are high achieving, they're perfectionists. Like what's ah. in some way, way, shape or form. And also they're overachievers. So the fact that the reason why, let's say you're a CEO of a company or you're very high level, you didn't get there because someone told you your 95 was great and that you didn't need to study anymore. Someone asked you where the 100% was, right? So when you were right. eight years old, it's the the driven, the this and the that is one aspect of it. And then the idea of being a perfectionist is I find so many of my clients don't want to make a mistake. So they don't want to be seen making a mistake. So therefore, sometimes they oh. hide in their clothes. Because if you're wearing red, someone's going to see you fall and someone's going to say, oh, she has to be right. looked at. You're wearing black and you're kind of blending in. It's not, you're not having that white shines on you. So that aspect of it, there is the idea of it's a little bit more higher level. The other thing also is that as you get further up in your career and you become so driven, the, the creativity kind of goes to the wayside. 
So I've yes. also found from clients that they find, I don't know how to have fun. I'm, I'm not creative because I gave up my hobbies. Like my work is mm -hmm. now my hobby. So it also comes to where you may have, when you were a teenager, spent a few hours at the mall or thinking about who am I and you know what, what do I enjoy doing? If it doesn't have an end result and it doesn't have like a bottom line attached to it, you feel like you don't have time for it. So there's a few things that go into those high achieving women that make it so style just doesn't feels like it's something that is so different than for them as opposed to someone who maybe, you know, can read a magazine or still has hobbies and still has outside passions and stuff like that. So it really has to do with the mindset about where you're investing your time and also that perfectionist tendency of quote unquote doing it right. Yeah. Do you think women can give up? on their style and give up on their look? I've seen it all the time. I mean, I've really? had a lot of clients, especially use the pandemic as a reason to not go shopping or- I was going to ask you about from, that, yeah. Yeah, working from home is like, oh, no one's going to see me from the waist down. I'm like, you see yourself? <laughs> like, and we, for me getting dressed and you're 50% for you and 50% is for the message and all of that. But I definitely have women who have felt that they were bad at it. And let's say like shopping, they feel like, oh, I'm so bad at shopping that my clothes in my closet that I don't love are good enough because ah. it's just easier for me to wear that stuff than it's to the best go I can do. Floor. Yeah. And it's the best I can do. But here's the thing, like you, you can go grocery shopping, right? My grocery shopping is really easy because you know what you're looking for. Like you have a yeah, recipe. but I wanna I wanna do mine on the internet, <laughs> right? I it's our favorite thing in the world. What are we talking about? <laughs> but you know where to find it. You know what to look for, right? Yes. You can yes. be good at shopping. You can, same same aspects go into clothing shopping. You just need to know what you're looking for, and no one's ever taught you. Yeah, what you were looking for. So it's like you get overwhelmed really easily, and then you give up. So yeah, and you, I also feel that women have feel that they shouldn't have to dress nicely like that the people shouldn't feel that that's the reason why they're hiring them that they should be uh. rehiring because of their education or because of their track record or things like that so there's also that that idea too is that getting dressed is kind of vain kind of the ah. fear of looking too good or trying to part ah okay i get that one a lot too is oh she's so you know i don't want to look like i spent three hours to get ready today because that seems like I want that promotion too badly or I'm trying to upstage someone. So there's that idea. And then also I've heard from women too is that sometimes working in a male-dominated field, being the pretty woman is not not always the best because pretty sometimes equals not smart. So it's yeah. kind of the, the, the lowering the aspect of it. And here's what we keep talking about. You and I are just dancing around it. It's all of it's mental. Mm-hmm. Like it's really, it has a lot to do with how we view ourselves, the perception of ourselves. It has a lot more to do with what's going on in our heads about showing up visibility and confidence than it actually yep. is a lot of clothing. Absolutely. Absolutely. When I started out in business, of course, I'm in my 60s now. So this was ages ago. There was a little book we used called Dress for Success. And it had us dress like men, except with a skirt. Mm -hmm. And we had a little round collar and a little bow tie and the suits were gray. And it was like we blended in with everybody else. There was 
nothing individual at all. Mm -hmm. And then I left and went to an advertising agency where there was color and style. And I was so insecure about what to dress that I finally did connect with a stylist who taught me more about how I could express myself that way. And it really led me to being much more comfortable. But I found, too, that as I aged and as my body shape changed, as my weight changed, as my as what I did changed, that I needed to continue to adjust that over Mm -hmm. time. Is that something you see with women? Absolutely. Because I always say to clients, especially how you mentioned the idea of dressing like a man or dressing Mm -hmm. that for the beginning of your career that may work like and it may be good like you should look like you understand your atmosphere and you understand where you're working you don't want to draw too much attention to ourselves it also feeds into conditioning of being a good girl that we heard when we were eight years old right so it feels good we understand that aspect but what i i've realized in my own coaching and work that i've done what will get what got me here will not get me there so whenever there's an up level you have to change pretty much everything, right? You have to change your mindset. You have to change maybe your work habits. You have to change maybe the ways that you communicate. And you have to change your clothes because it just, you need to really feel like it's being supporting you and it's part of the system. So I've, what, and that's why coaching is so important with, when it comes to clothing is that if you were looking for a transformation or you're looking for a shift or you're looking for something, you're going to have to do something different and it's going to feel hard and it's going to feel strange. So you're going to need someone to stand with you. And for me, with my clients, it's normally because it takes 67 days for us to break a habit. And at day 21, it's real hard. Like at day 21, you're like, I want to go put the black blazer back on, please. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if this is worth it. But what I do for my clients is I come up beside them day 18, 19 and tell them it's going to happen and help them get over that hump because day 22 is really good. You just have to get over day 21. So it really is the up level. It needs to get messy before it gets really good. And you need someone you do with your clients to say, I got your hands. I got you. We can do this together. So it, it, but every single, you know, plateau, there's going to need to be a little bit more work to get higher up in the level. Yeah. One of the things I was told a long time ago was that when you were on the heavier side, don't wear black like you think you might, because it just makes you look like a big black tent. Mm -hmm. Now, what's your thought on wearing black and body size? So it it comes from a theory where I understand it. It's a theory I use with clients is that light recedes. So wherever there's a lighter color is where you're looking. So if let's say you don't love like your bottom half, you're wearing white pants, someone's going to, that's where your eyes look. We like, our eyes are trained to look for differences. That's what, that's a lot of the ideas of the the model with getting dressed is. But if you are just always going to wear black, besides, besides it having to do with weight, Black's not great connection. Black actually makes you look tired and makes you wrinkle. It does all of the bad things, like, and doesn't translate well on camera and all of that. But there's other colors that you can wear besides black that also are going to do the same slimming effect. Maybe blue, hunter green, eggplant. Like, there's other colors that also can be worn. And black is just, you know, 
I just find Black's a crotch, unfortunately. Gotcha. Like black, I know all the reasons why it's great, but for all of the reasons that it's great, it actually is keeps women playing smaller when if they gotcha. could just learn to wear two other colors <laughs> getting dressed would just be a little bit more creative and create connection like there's a reason why there's a black tie event or in your best behavior like it just it doesn't create the same connection that let's say it's right. does. yeah so now that you've let's say you've given them clarity on their style you've built their confidence you've created this beautiful transformation what three actionable tips, kind of to recap, would you give the woman listening to help them become empowered and to find their style? The first thing is you really need to figure out exactly what your style is. Okay. I take my clients through this amazing process. It takes 20 minutes. It's them being able to self-identify what, what their style is. So if if it means something to you, it's much deeper than someone telling you like, oh, you're you're boho. It's like you need to understand what the messaging is. Like I've had clients gotcha. that have gone through this training and have been like, oh, that's why I like shopping in that store. And I'm allowed to sort of thing. So it yeah. is this whole revelation. But not finding your style is like not knowing who your client is. It's like not like niching down. Like everyone says like you need to niche down. If you don't know what your style is, it's like you're trying everything. You go into a store and someone could sell you anything. And they put you in a box that may not mean be may not be the one that you want to be in. So it really right. is you getting the words to articulate what your style is. You really feeling like you understand what that means, and you actually building a wardrobe. So the first step to figuring out what your style is is really understanding what you the messaging that messaging that you want your clothing to send, and the message that you want to put out there in the universe, and then going in your closet and saying. Is it saying that? Because yeah. most of my, a lot of times for women, it's like, it's not saying that. Like, I call my clients before they work with me. They are like the, the hidden, impactful leaders. Like, they like, they want to have impact. They want to help people. But their closets aren't saying that. There's lots of right. dark colors. There's lots of safe stuff in there. But they want to, like, speak louder and they want to get noticed. So it's really seeing where the gap is. Is the first right. thing of saying, you know, where, where do I, where do I, you know, figure this out? So that's the one thing is just really getting clear of what your style is. And the first thing is understanding, is it really aligned, your closet aligned with what you're going for? The second thing is we really want to have outfits in our closet. Like when we stand in front of our closet full of clothes, I have a closet over there. It is in my office, but I do have a closet <laughs> in my office. The reason why it's hard to get dressed each night is because we have a lot of stuff and not things that go together. So when we are purchasing things, when we are editing our closet, every single thing that we want to be doing is for the goal for things to go together. So it really okay. has to do with us having outfits because we have to wear pants. We can't go outside not wearing pants. Is Do I have the pieces of the outfit to put together? So really start thinking of outfits, not items, is how you want to be approaching your wardrobe, whether it's getting dressed or editing okay. your closet. So if you're getting rid of the pant that you wore with three blazers, you need to replace the pant. So like that that's, we, that's where really where we find our holes are. And then the other thing is that to really know that you can feel great in your clothes today. Like it doesn't, so many women have this idea that your body needs to be a certain size or you need to be a certain weight before you're going to invest time, money, or energy in yourself. Like you're like, 
I want to do this, but I need to lose 10 pounds. I want to do this, but I'm not going to do it until I'm buying a size 10, like that sort of thing. But here's the the craziest thing is that there's no regulation over sizing. So like the size, the label on our tag, like you go into one store and you're 12, you can go to another store, you're 14, another store, you're eight, doesn't make any sense. So you're relying on this unfactual thing that you're giving yourself worth to, to, to not buy something, but it's more about the fit. We really mm. want to understand how clothes fit us. Fit means two things, okay? Most people only talk about one, but it really has to do with two. Fit is the things that flatter us. So it's the neckline, the shape of things, where pockets are, the sleeves, all sorts of things of the clothes that flatter us. But the second thing is it's actually how it fits us. So many women come to me and they're like, I don't know if this fits me. Like, they're like, I don't know if it's too tight. I don't know where it's supposed to be tight, where it's supposed to be baggy, where it's supposed to hit me. Is the shirt too as long? Is the shirt too, squ- too short? Like, unless you know what you're looking for, you can't be good at it. So you need to yes. understand how clothes are supposed to fit you. And no one teaches this. They teach this you how to hide in your clothes, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the idea of the black and wear size bigger and all of that stuff. But in, you need to really understand what fits you and what doesn't fit you because gotcha. it's like you're going shopping again without the grocery list. You don't even know what you're looking for. So you're already setting up for failure. So it's really about getting a true understanding of how a pair of pants should fit you and what doesn't fit you. Because there's been times wow. I literally have to say, I'm like, those pants are too tight on you. Yeah. Or like, they're the wrong shape for you. If you were to say zero, they wouldn't look good on you. Like you're, right. wearing, you're wearing the wrong pants is basically what it is. So it's really just, and the key to that is just embracing your body where it is at this moment and knowing to dress it well. Because you cannot dress your body well if you're at war with it. You really can't. Mm, it's a hard that's thing. That's great. <laughs> to deal with, but. <laughs> Melanie, how can our listeners find you? So I am on LinkedIn. So I'm at Melanie Whitman on LinkedIn. And then I also am hosting a free five-day challenge that is going to be so amazing. I'm so excited about it. And what we're going to be doing in that five-day challenge is taking that big mystical idea of style and getting dressed and breaking it down to the facts and to the nuts and bolts. So at the end of the challenge, you will really understand that getting dressed can be easy. And what to do with the clothes in your closet. So a lot of the things that are shown to us about getting dressed is always buying more, buying more, buying more. And I am all about you should not buy more unless you understand what's going on in your closet, what's working for you and what's not working for you. So really giving you clarity how to make some outfits using the clothes that you already own. So you don't have to be investing tons and tons of money without knowing how or why you're doing it. Sounds great. I'm well, thank excited. you so much, Melanie. I have enjoyed this so much. You've, you've, you've clarified so much, but you've also added information that I totally was not aware of at all. So thank you very much. My pleasure. To get, yeah. To get where Melanie describes, we need strength, courage, and a little bit of risk-taking. I believe that we need both outside and inside strength and empowerment to come together to make our journey fulfilling. 
Thank you for being with Melanie and myself on this episode of Her Self-Expression. I love connecting you with women that can provide actionable steps for you to take. I promised you that you would be able to listen to experts, and I know that you think Melanie is just one of those. To gain support for your journey, join me at the Her Self-Expression Sisterhood Facebook group, where you can find the knowledge, support, and insight to help you on your journey. You can find our podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, so I encourage you to subscribe and listen. Are you wondering where you are in your journey to self-expression? Well, if you don't know, you can go to the homepage of my website, HerSelfExpression.com, look for the purple button that says Take a Quiz, and find out exactly where you are on your road to empowerment. The more you express yourself, the better you feel. Remember, self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to confidence and self-empowerment on the inside and out. But most importantly, remember that you don't have to do it alone. I'm here to help. Thank you and take care. Thank you for listening to the Her Self-Expression podcast today. To listen to past episodes, visit www.herselfexpression.com. Once there, you're going to want to take our quiz to see where you stand right now on your journey to self-expression. If you have any questions or would like to share your thoughts with Beverly and other like-minded women, join our Facebook group, the Her Self-Expression Sisterhood. Invite your friends too. When you download and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or other podcast services, be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends to download it too so we can continue to help others. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. And remember, self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to confidence and self-empowerment both inside and out. But most importantly, remember that you don't have to do it alone. Visit www.herselfexpression.com and join us today.